One, two, three. Harold and Brad. Windy City Filmmakers. Harold and Brad. Windy City Filmmakers. Harold and Brad. One, what's going on, y'all? Brad Stevens here for another edition of the Harold and Brad Windy City Filmmakers Podcast. HD, what's going on, brother? Windy City, what's up, world? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a very special guest in the house. The super talented Claudia Michelle Wallace is with, is Wallace is with us. What's up? How you doing? Uh, hi, I'm doing okay. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it big time. So the first question we always kick these off with is, what's your connection to Chicago and what kind of art do you create? Okay, uh, my connection to Chicago, I uh, was born and raised here on the southeast side in the uh, neighborhood of Woodlawn. Nice. Um, and uh, I'm very proud to be a Chicagoan. And no matter where I may travel around the world, it's always uh, something when you fly in and see the skyline or, or as my family used to take the Greyhound as you coming in and you see the skyline. It's, yes. You know, Chicago's just great. I am an actress and writer, uh, uh, improviser, comedian, I, I do all of those things. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a day job. I had a day job before COVID. Oh my goodness. <laughs> right, right, right. What what high school did you go to, Claudia? I went to St. Thomas Apostle in Hyde Park. I went to St. Clara, St. Cyril Grammar School uh, in the Woodlawn area. Yeah, Catholic schools were very uh, uh, exotic uh, when I was growing up. I grew up in the Grand Crossing in the 80s. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, we had St. Francis over there in our area. Yeah. So always want to be a part. So I became a part of the uh, a Catholic school youth group over there. And, uh, okay. Some things like that. I felt special. <laughs> yes. I, I was a part of our youth group as well. Tell us about your experience in Second City, how long you've been there and what you do. Um, well, I've been working at Second City uh, in one capacity or another for about 25 years, believe it or not. It's nice. crazy. I didn't realize that until I got my day job, which I had uh, my day job at Second City. I am a casting director, cast consultant, uh, but I'm also still a performer. Okay. But uh, I've done that for about five years and my anniversary, 25th anniversary came up and I got a gift. Uh, from Second City and I was like wait a minute I've been working here on and off for 25 years man yeah unbelievable right. uh, I started in the diversity uh, outreach program taking classes just for the fun of it uh, and because Second City uh, someone from Second City saw me um, audition for the League of Chicago Theaters nice. and they said you're funny you should take classes at Second City and I was like uh, I'm on unemployment right now and, uh, <laughs> right. I can't pay for no classes and they said, well, we'll, we'll scholarship you so they cool. they scholarshiped me through the diversity program and then I interned to uh, pay for class the rest of the classes but 
When I was in the diversity program, I saw um, the main stage show, and that was uh, the actors on the stage at that time was Steve Carell, Steve Carell, Stephen Colbert, uh, Fran Adams, Ruthie Rugnick, uh, right. Amy Sedaris, uh, Paul Danello, Dave Rosowski. Um, I hope I'm not leaving anybody out. But that cast, they could all sing, they could all act, they could, they were really funny and great writers. And that's when I said, oh, I want to do this. So it took a while, but I, I was uh, uh, to get to the main stage, but I became a member of the touring company. I understudied for a while. Then I became a member of the touring company and I toured for a few years. After I left touring, I maintained a relationship with Second City. I, I wrote and performed and directed for their uh, corporate department, writing right. corporate comedy. Um, also, also like creating my own content, writing my own shows, doing my own shows. And then eventually got hired on the main stage in uh, 2004. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. you, you know what? Like, um, I auditioned for, well, I went to the conservatory in Second City, did a show with uh, Brown Co., mm -hmm. and I auditioned with Turco a couple times. Yes. And without a doubt, straight up. The times I did with Turco, it was always comforting knowing you were in the room, Claudia. <laughs> I mean, this when you walk in, it was yeah. really comforting. What are some of the things that make for a great improviser? Um, well, now that I'm on the other side and I'm casting for these roles, right. um, I kind of uh, zero it down to a few things. And the first is being funny. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes you can have the best improvisers, but they may not be funny. So you, right. want, you want to be funny. We're really interested in your point of view. What do you have to say? What's on your mind uh, when you improvise? Uh, and uh, now we're asking for uh, content. So like if you get a callback, it depends on what you're auditioning for. But for right. me, for the touring company, if you get a callback, uh, we'd like you to write a one minute original piece that kind of tells us what your point of view is. Nice. Uh, and you got to be a strong improviser and a strong actor, because if you're in the touring company, you're performing other people's material. Right. Uh, and so you have to be able to interpret that script with the help of your director and, and be a, a really uh, a good actor as well. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, uh, I'm, I'm teaching acting on camera over there now for <laughs> two and a half years. And uh, I, uh, uh, in order to get the job, the guy says, well, you need to learn a second city way. You should take classes here. I was like, Yahoo! So I was taking improv for actors one, two, on and on. I even took the screenwriting, intro to screenwriting. I'd walk past your office once a week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep, and wave, and wave. Now, this may seem like a weird question. I don't know, I don't know if there's like an exact answer because you said you had to be funny. Yeah. And it's kind of like, what What exactly is funny? You know, it was tripped out. I saw this, uh, this um, some roast back in the day. I forgot the comedian's name. He was on SNL. And he was reading some corny jokes, mm -hmm. like mom and dad jokes, right? Yeah. Totally corny. 
But the way he was delivering the line, and he was like dead serious, it was hilarious. Right, it was, right. so, so like, what exactly is is funny? What, what yeah. makes funny funny? Okay, it's subjective. And I tell right. that to everybody, it is so subjective. What I might find funny, someone else doesn't find funny or vice versa. But in the audition room, they're like 12 to 15 auditors. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of a by committee thing. Uh, if, if this person is uh, naturally funny, hitting the jokes and, and in within the improv uh, scenes, and we get a re- you know you get a response out of everybody in the room, then that person is probably funny to the majority of the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, right. and then there, there's some people that you know I'm like laughing, and then nobody else is laughing. <laughs> right. And then there's a, there's someone who laughs for all the wrong reasons because they're not they're like laughing. They're, they're the laughing at them and not with them so right. you gotta ignore that but yeah it's so subjective but that's why it's not all on my shoulders it's more of a, like we get together in the room and um, we discuss each person who auditions and uh, and then that's and then we whittle it down and whittle it down and whittle it down until we get a core group of people was there a movie or actor or performance that uh, made you want to become an actress uh, well, I think if you, my aunt is no longer with us, but uh, she told me years ago that I was always performing and I would watch uh, like I watched Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and I <laughs> I acted out and, and, you know, I watched Gypsy Rose Lee and did a striptease. And so she was like, oh, OK, this. So I think it's always been a passion and it's always something I wanted to do. Uh, I went to Columbia College here in Chicago um, to major in theater okay. uh, and I did not quite finish school. I got off into, um, you know, working, uh, job, relationships, marriage, kids. I was already married and had kids when I got into, uh, when I got laid off from my job and decided to take like, well, I'm going to take this six months of unemployment and dig into acting and, and see what happens. Right. And within those six months, I had uh, started auditioning and doing community theater. And then uh, subsequently, like somebody at Second City saw me and then getting hired by them to be in the touring company kind of gave me like a sign to keep going. Right. So then I got, you know, I got agents and all that stuff and and just continued from there. So, so you had you had you had the chance to do like uh, a number of film films and TV yeah. as well as theater. Yeah. Uh, we ask people this all the time. What's some of the main differences you think between doing theater and doing film? Like, what are some of the key differences from your experience? Well, f- uh, film, of course, you can do it over and over again. Right. You can with the your, if your director is like, oh, try it a different way, you can try it a different way. Or if you, you know, you you can make mistakes. You can make mistakes in theater too, but uh, in film, you get to just do it as many different times and change up a little bit of how you word things. Yeah. And theater, um, you get immediate gratification with your audience being there. Get the 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 feeling and the response from the audience when you're performing and uh it's 
you know, having that improv background is great for theater because if you do go up on a line, you can, <laughs> you know, find your way back to it or give like a little, okay, it's, the line was this, but here, this is coming out. So. Right, right, yeah. I like performing live, uh, but I also like TV and film. Performing live, like I said, immediate gratification. You got the audience either laughing at you, applauding, or crying if you want them to. Uh, and then with TV and film, it's just a little more. Sometimes it's like uh, to me, it's a it's a little harder because. Well, maybe not. It depends on what you're doing, but you want to give the director what the director wants. Right. You know, so it's not like. In improv, you you basically can do what you want to do. You do have a director. He's giving you notes. But at Second City, when you're creating the material, it's your characters, your material, and the director just helps you hone that. In TV and film, you kind of kind of listen. You're listening to the director, and you want to give the director what they want. off into the next question um how do you go about preparing for a role well you know what it's really interesting because um sometimes you'll get the script and you're not quite sure like what is this character or what right. uh, you know because every script is not gold uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so i think what's helped me is to make a strong character choice whether or not you think that's what the director wants or the writer wants, you kind of try to figure it out from the dialogue. And then they give you a small description. Right. Uh, and then you just make a strong character choice and go with that because you don't have, unless, you know, sometimes you're lucky where you get a full script and then you read the whole script and then you, Oh, okay. Now I know who this character is. But a lot of times you just have a few pages. Right. And you have to figure out who the character is in those few pages. Uh, and just, so I think for those, just make a strong character choice. And they'll either be like, oh, that's not what we were going for, or that's what we were going for, or wow, that's a surprise. I never thought of it that way. I would like to go that way. So, you know, so, so along those lines, uh, having a chance to work with a number of different directors, what are some of the things you really like and appreciate in a good, in good direction, a good director? What, what makes for a good director from your, from your perspective? Communication. Yeah. Yeah. Because actors want to please. They want, right. like I said, they want to give the director what they want. Like, so I would rather have a director tell me, this is, this is this character. This is what we see for this character. Um, and so I could portray that for, so that I could give that to them. Uh, there are some directors you just do it and you, and, and again, just because you're not getting feedback doesn't mean you're not doing a good job. Right. There are some directors who just like, that was it. That's, you know, and that's, <laughs> yep. That's right. And, and that's it. What did you, yeah. you know, and then there's some that will give you some more information to play off of. Um, I like I like feedback and um, communication. Yeah, 
because, you know, like I said, as an actor, if you don't hear anything, you're like, uh, am I? <laughs> Did I do that right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Will, will they invite me back? I don't, you know. Depends. Oh la la. Yeah.